For Black History Month, I have a story I want to tell you about inclusiveness and humanity and broken barriers that opened doors for true talent that had previously been segregated by small minds and greed and fear and cowardice. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History. I will always be an outspoken advocate for equal human rights. Twelve years before Al Roker started as a weather anchor for a CBS affiliate in Syracuse, New York, Diane White Clato made broadcasting history in St. Louis, Missouri, when in 1962 she became the first full-time black television weathercaster in the country. This is the story. Diane Clato came onto the scene as a manager for the Avon Cosmetics Company and hosted a live radio show, so the woman knew how to sell and she did have the chops for broadcasting. As was the content back in those days, she was also a singer and she was singing on one of her shows with Russ David, a band leader on the air at the time. He was so taken by her on-air abilities and brilliant talent, he went immediately to refer her to the executive of KSD-TV in St. Louis. On the spot, he made a decision that would change the shape of television, weather presenting, and social justice all in one job offer. She was hired at $75 a week as the weather girl in 1962. Her first response sounded a lot like many who were hired to work in this odd theater of weather analysis and presenting. She asked at that interview out loud, so what am I supposed to do? Apparently their response was, well, this is called television. Now, when those two red lights come on, start talking. Then of course she asked, about what? And they said, preferably sting about the weather. (laughs) Those are quotes. (laughs) This girl had moxie and she was smart. Welcome to year two of this podcast. Right now, you're listening to the full version of today's story on your favorite podcast provider. But there's also the daily podcast video short. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio. So you get that perspective. But oftentimes, they will include visuals from that day's event from when it happened in weather history. So after listening to the full story, go check out the podcast video short on television or online anytime at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weather history. Diane Elizabeth Johnson was born in St. Louis, Missouri, December 28th of 1938. She was the daughter of Milton and Nettie Johnson and a descendant of a Civil War general's slave mistress. But her past and heritage did not slow her down. She was among the first black students to enroll at the University of Missouri at Columbia, barriers broken, and more to come for Diana. And she was beautiful. She was the first black model for a St. Louis department store, Sticks, Bear, and Fuller. So using that to supplement school payments, she went on after graduating in 1959 to get hired in radio. Her program was picked up and broadcast on stations in St. Louis and Memphis. There was an actual audition process for the Weather Girl job at KSD in St. Louis. It had been ongoing. So among the many competitors was a woman by the name of Mary Fran. Anyone? Anyone? This is just a side piece. Mary Fran was another St. Louis native, but it was also Mary Fran who would go on to play Bob Newhart's wife on the hit 1980s sitcom, Newhart. Talk about an embarrassment of riches in the gateway state. Anyhow, after a good, solid, and long 12-year career as weather presenter, the move was made across the board to replace all weather casters with weather experts, and that was the rise of the meteorologists. But most Mets at the time were men, so we experienced a slide backward in progress for both women of color and also women in general. 
She would eventually be let go in 1986, but because she was released without cause and without a compensation package, she sued the station, charging it with age discrimination, and the matter was settled. But this fiery and educated woman, she was not done. She later worked as an assistant to Mayor Francis G. Slay of St. Louis and was the host of local radio and cable television programs. She was using her education for a slide into politics while also maintaining her dream and career, successful career, in broadcast on both television and radio. Clatho would go on to receive accolades for her work over the years and was inducted into the St. Louis Black Journalism Hall of Fame and the Missouri Hall of Fame. Now to close. I told you earlier that this woman had moxie. She is remembered as a no-nonsense woman. Her son, Chip Clado, told the St. Louis Post-Dispatch that she wrote her own obituary, <laughs> put it on file at the funeral home, prepaid for her arrangements, and donated her body to Washington University's School of Medicine. Diane White Clado passed away on May 4th of 2015 of natural causes at a retirement home in St. Louis. But oh my goodness, what a woman. And what a Black History Month story she is for this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February 4th, and we are featuring another real cool podcast video short for this episode. We will be looking at just how in the world, on February 4th, 2017, did Chilliwack, B.C. receive a record snowfall. Be here listening to this audio-only podcast version wherever you're listening to me right now, because these episodes are the whole story and the full story right here on This Day in Weather History with me, your host, Chris May.